It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Villa View for another match preview. If you've tuned into this 20-30 minute video, however long it ends up being, to see us analyse Stoke City and go over formations and predictions, this probably won't be the video. We're going to touch on Stoke, the, mm. like the Stoke game obviously a little bit. This is more just a general catch-up about what's been going on since the last uh, time yeah. we spoke. It's pretty rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, I feel bad. I feel, yeah. I feel pretty crap. I don't want to keep moaning and stuff, but it hasn't felt quite this bad and that, it's not just because of results and stuff but how people are acting yeah a bit entitled a bit like babies i think is maybe like a, a lot of it um and it's not it's not all bad it just feels quite yeah. low it's all relative isn't it because i saw people dan did a, a tweet the other day about adam Wright saying his son didn't want to come to games yeah, anymore and that makes you feel crap people there's all the fans coming saying oh you don't know how bad it is and Imagine if you were Blackpool fans and all this sort of yeah, stuff. I yeah, I get that. Enough, but it's all relative. This is our little villa bubble, isn't it? This, this is our villa channel. This is what we're here to talk about. And for us at this present time, we're not performing to the nah, standard that we'd like to see. So we're annoyed about it. It's uh, it's all relative. And I think like, I, I'd feel worse if I was a Blackpool fan, but I'd have something to fight for and that's my club. I don't feel like fighting for Aston Villa. You know what I mean? I know what you, you mean. You go to the stadium and people just whinging. Yeah. Right. Oh. Anything. Uh, come on to the fans. Yeah. In it, in so it, let's. let's the yeah. I don't want to. I don't like having to go at other fans because I don't want to sit here and say oh, I'm a better fan. No, there's there's no people. better fan award though. We'll talk about Stoke a little mm. bit too. Basically yeah. Get it, out, get it out of the way. Uh, we've the podcast was recorded yesterday and went up this morning as we're recording, which will be yesterday for if you're watching this now. I almost want to feel like I want to expand on that a bit and. There were some great points raised, mm. and it's definitely worth a listen if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. It's still very much relevant at the time of recording now. I talked about uh, the, the West Brom game, which we, we're not going to touch on, but the fans yeah. and the, all that sort of stuff. And I was listening to it thinking, oh, I'd love to chip in here, and obviously can't, and this is our yeah, opportunity I was to sort of expand Speaking a bit. in that when I was listening, I was just, it's, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about many things that, that Dan and Tom have already talked about, but I guess I agree with a lot of what they said, and there's not really anything I disagree on, so we'll go over some of the same points. So if you feel like you've exhausted been spoken to about the fans and <laughs> maybe it's, don't watch it but yeah. this is our opinion this is our chance to, to chat about that 
Um, I mean, like, we're there, aren't we? And we've, we're we've heard this and we've got a bit... Up, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about Stoke a little bit. Obviously, Nathan Jones comes in as manager, similar in, in the mould to Dean Smith, that he's been plucked from another club for doing well rather than... We've not just recycled a, a manager that's been sacked. He's yeah. done well at Luton, comes in at Stoke, and frankly, much like Villa, hasn't, hasn't performed yet. A couple of good, good results. I think they beat Leeds, didn't they? Um, sometime in 2019, but overall... Much like us, nothing to play for really. Very similar. Um, they got rid of Rowick surprisingly yeah. early, and you know, fair play to them. Fans were pretty happy with that, though. Yeah. Um, there's probably no major call to get rid of Jones at the moment, but I think they're very frustrated with how things, you know, the side of Berahino incident, it's just, it sums up what's happening at the club. The yeah. player is given a clean slate, so an incident occurs, and he doesn't want to play for Stoke anymore, yeah. and he gets sacked off. But um, from what I've seen, I follow quite a few Stoke people, is genuinely. Like a lot of optimism, like what we have with Smith, but genuinely yeah. a lot of frustration as well. Basically us, isn't it? Pretty yeah, um, I don't know if some of them feel like they're punching above their weight, and I don't know if some of them feel like they're at their level, but there's a lot of mixed identity, because there's a lot of fans who know Stoke from being a lower league team, yeah. and there's a lot of fans who have just been used to Premier League, and it's kind of a cut-off there. Yeah. So st I think they've probably had a real rough season, re-entry to the Championship. Um, Probably based on last season, I'd say that's warranted. They didn't have a great time oh, yeah. last season. So I didn't, maybe they expected to come, like I they expected to come down and maybe assemble a good team and yeah. go straight back up and that's not the case. That's why I put my notes that the similarities this season with the whole, you know, booking uh, Nathan Jones in, what's going for Smith, that younger yeah. manager, that whole mould is similar to us. Again, this point in the season, I think they're 17, 34 yeah. points behind us. They're not going down, they're not going up, same as us. The other similarities that when we first came into the championship as well, come down as a, as a Premier League regular, obviously Stoke, not to the degree of us, but have been in there, what, eight, ten years, something like that. They come down up with big earners and players that you look at and go, probably still decent Premier League players, some of them. Bringing the likes of Tom Ince, Benny Kafoba, and you go, they're building should, a good squad. That there. Is, they they, they might yeah. win the league sort of thing, which I'll, I remember saying, I think, in, in the predictions we did. Mm -hmm. I think I went Stoke to win the league. And well, you would, though, wouldn't Kifoba, you? You would say well. It felt obvious good, sort yeah. of thing, but that, they've done what Villa did when, when we first came down, and they're going to finish mid-table at best, aren't they? Yeah, it's going to be rough for them from here on out, I think. It's that adaptation, isn't it, to the yeah, championship now, to, to forget what you've done in the Premier League and sort of try and restart? It's hard for Stoke because a lot of, well, I'll come on to this point later, but a lot of our summary on football is about the manager yeah. rather than the club itself and how what does what is a manager's job in 2019 and how yeah. do they adapt? So I think, I mean, they probably just need a lot more time than they realise, like us. I yeah. think we thought it's there, and then next, last season we thought it's there, and this season we thought it's, it's not been there. Yeah. Um, so I think they need a lot of time. Um, there's still reasons to be positive. I think they've got they have got time on their hands. They made the choice early to well, go. They've still got all the parachute payments to come as well. Haven't they? Yeah. This is obviously their first year down here, and you'd think that they'll assess the new manager will get time over the summer to build a squad he wants. Absolutely. That's what we want to see with Dean Smith, and next year they'll try and mount a challenge. For, as it is right now, in in what is it, February of 2019. Both Villa and Stoke this weekend don't really have anything to play for. Yeah. Besides pride um, and momentum, which what does I that think count for? Stoke probably need this win more than Villa need it. And I say that because it depends what you how you assess that. To support Villa and Stoke it's quite nihilistic because it's almost there's almost no point. I'm not sure I know what that means. 
rejecting all religious and moral principles and belief that life is meaningless. That's pretty much it. It's, it's, it we feel like it's meaningless to the matches that for the rest of the season are meaningless and Stoke is meaningless. So meaningless then? What is the season now? What the is the meaning of this the, season? The argument is that if you win more games and we lose the rest of the season now, we'll build some momentum to take into next season. Well, but the other part of me feels like that regardless of how these next like that, 15 games go or whatever, whatever it is now, the majority of that squad won't be there next season, yeah. so are they going to feel the effects of winning 10 out of 14 now and missing out on playoffs by the, by the skin of their teeth? Or if we lose all 14, the next season's players won't have experienced that anyway, apart from maybe six or seven. Like, so is, is momentum building for next season? The only thing that affects is management and fans. And To be fair, the fans could do with something to, to cheer yeah, about. No. I, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh yeah, let's just write off the season and, no. and forget it. I want to win as many games as we can because I want to be... We've still got to make these videos for a start. Yeah, and so no, I want to be not, talking yeah. about good things. I don't want to be sat here moaning because I can't. Frankly, I can't be bothered to do that. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to yeah. be sat here going, "Oh, f this, f that." I want to sit here and go, "Oh yeah, Villa are playing well. So and so is doing this. So and so is doing that. This is fun, isn't it?" At the moment, we're not we're not experienced that. It isn't fun to to, to see what we're seeing at the moment. I thought uh, we talked about this last time. If Dean Smith had started poorly and got better, yeah, we'd, we'd have, have gone, been "Oh, maybe this, this yeah. is getting better. We can see what's happening." Because the reverse has happened, we're going, what's what's happened to make that fall apart? Mm. Rather than assessing how he's turned it around, we're going, well, he got it right to begin with and now we've gone backwards. Like That's the frustrating part. No, it's bang on because if we kind of, when we sat at Steve Bruce and we hired Dean Smith, I think there was kind of a consensus that we all thought <clears throat> just get out to the end of the season and rebuild. Yeah. And now that's gone out the window. And we all knew it was going to be long term, so all of a sudden we're now going Dean Smith out. Some people are saying Dean's without. We knew this was a long-term appointment, so it's been like four months. So Dean's without is a ridiculous thing to think. Honestly, Pete, it is uh, ridiculous. But there will be comments on this saying he's not good enough. How Smith do you know out. that? Because he's, he's won two in 14 or whatever. But that's just placing so much weight on the manager. That because if Pep Guardiola wins one game out of ten in his first season and then wins a hundred in the next... <laughs> No, like, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm fully, I can't make I'm fully that point. Smith, obviously, but I'm, very well. I'm, I'm trying to <coughs> almost play devil's advocate and, and preempt what the comments will be. And there will be several people that say Smith out. The job's too big for him. He's not good do enough. You know that, What's John Terry doing? Our defence has got worse since he's come. There'll be all those comments. How do you justify that? Don't read them for one. <laughs> yeah, but how do you justify the opinions? I don't need to just. I don't think it's a positive opinion to have. I don't think anyone needs to justify it. I think there's a lot a lot of weight and people just to find their opinions like I'm entitled to walk out in the 80th minute Conor Huran gets my boo because he was slow off the pitch and people just to follow those opinions I've got these opinions we're trying to present are positive I'm not going to try and justify them I'm not going to come out and say but they're entitled to have them no you're absolutely entitled to have them but I think they're so negative and I think what is the point of following if yeah. you're that negative what is the point Tom, Tom called it a hobby Supporting Villa in in the preview in the podcast and a couple of people said it's more than a hobby, which yeah I sort of get that. I don't, this is your life and all that. It's bigger than life and death and football. Unfortunately, and I don't get it. I don't. But ultimately, get it. it's something you do in your spare time or you devote time towards. You pay money to do it. If it was, if you were going to play tennis once a week on a weekend and you weren't enjoying it, you just go. I'm not going anymore. But it's I know not, you can't do that with football. Yeah. but If it's getting you in such a mood that you need to start abusing yeah. people, maybe it's time to. You have to, you have have to rein it in because it's something, adjust, adjust mentalities or 
yeah, expectations not, and change the way you, you're looking at things? I, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and tell anyone what uh, they yeah, should and shouldn't I'm, do. I'm not, like, I'm not saying I stop supporting Villa because obviously yeah. I, but I, if I you don't f- mean that. But if you're so strongly... If it, you feel that bad about it, exactly. don't do it because it is, exactly. it's probably not for you. And I'm not saying... Net, it's no, hard, it's hard. It's like Arsenal. The, the argument like, is, I'm sorry to keep putting Yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. There's no. I tried to put some structure on the notes, but that's all gone out the window. The argument of people will be... All that you know, I pay my money. I can say what I want. I do what I want. This is my club. I've been coming for 50 years. I can. I've seen good times. I've seen bad. I can say what I want. You've only been going five. Blah blah blah. Like everyone's got their own little bubble of how they support Villa and, and what comes into it. I just look at the that 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 scenario on uh, Saturday with Hill Hannah. We've so, tried to sidestep around it to keep this Stoke base, but forget that. That makes me angry though. That whole debacle made me feel genuinely embarrassed to be there. The whole Hurrahan thing makes me feel embarrassed. That's what I mean, that, that whole scenario of right. him being subbed off. Whenever you say anything else. about him, someone comes out, why are you making him look like Xavi or Iniesta? I'm not, I'm, it's being realistic and saying, he hasn't had a good few games yet. He's had, I'll, give subjective. More, I'll give him more than that, some people will He say. hasn't had a lot of good games this season. But that treatment, that's a Villa player in a Villa know. shirt. And he looked, the, twi- the two times I've seen him walk off the pitch, the first time at Brentford, he was clapping, and he su- you can see he's always clicking the crowd. He saw something he didn't like, and it looked like it affected him. Yeah. The second time, I think Dan summed it up the best, so you can put the clip in here. When he's walking off the pitch, it's almost like he knows that he wants to thank people yeah. and clap them. He could have got off the pitch quicker. That probably didn't do him any, any, any favours, but I think the abuse he was getting, he was just making a point. He was looking at the, the stands in the eye who were booing him, clapping them. Basically saying, I'm getting pelted there, but I'm going to walk. I'm going to. Well, I should have ran off the pitch. I'm going to come off the pitch, and I'm going to thank you for your support because that's what I'm supposed to do. We're supposed to be the 12th man, but, but there's an element of the Villa fans that don't want to do it. The argument is that this is this is football. This is this is the modern. This is what happens now. That's ridiculous. As a justification for for that behaviour, oh. and, and I look at that and go, if that's what. Being a football fan is, I mean, an Aston Villa fan is in, in 2019. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of it. No, I don't want to be involved with that. that and that, that's annoying because, like Dan said as well, we had a phone call on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. He's driving back to London. We're having a chat, but and all the points he made in the podcast and that I'm making now, we've, me and him, have already spoken about. Mm. We had a good chat. It's a shame that phone call hasn't been saved somewhere. Yeah. It probably, probably would have made a good podcast, <laughs> but I just felt. Because I sit in Trinity, right? So the dugout, if we're sitting and looking at the pitch now, the dugout is just over there. Yeah. And you know when the, lo- the fourth official like, flashes the board when it's down by his oh, leg just I to like, to test yeah. it sort of thing? He did it. You could see 14 from where we are and whoever came on, their number. And there's people by me that could also see it and sort of behind the dugout. So I'm like here. So further down even, all around this end. They could see it was 14 and obviously knew it was Horan coming off. And there was booing and jeering then. So this whole thing about our oh, people were jeering and going, wee because a kid was coming on. Yeah, no, There's people around the Trinity who were booing when they saw the number. Kind of Horan didn't even know he was coming off then. So all this about, oh, he was walking off, that annoyed me. Again, there's people who were booing well before that. And there's also the element of context. People have been replying to these tweets saying, oh, I was, I, I was cheering because the kid was coming on. Gary, who's up in the whole end, he might have started booing when Connor didn't run off because that annoyed him, and that's fair enough. But in a game where there's 40,000 people there, you're not allowed that context. Kind of horror yeah. and no one else knows why you were booing. Yeah. It's just a collective noise to go, <coughs> oh, I'm annoyed for this reason, I'm annoyed for this reason. But no one, you can't explain that at the time. There's no way to explain that. So you just have to go from the noise and, 
and the abuse and stuff like that. And like I've it's stopped writing so there's articles and thoughts that I haven't written because I feel like it's pointless when it out there. Because but you're not like, going to change the minds of people who, I, who did that, I think. Yeah, it's like and anyone. What Dan said. If you were to turn the car into the crowd, they'd be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the Tyrone Minns thing. He said, everyone's got to stick together. Some people somehow have made that like an attack at them. Yeah. How small does your comprehension have to be to, to make that as an attack? Like I said at, at some point, whether it's made the edit or whether I didn't even use it yet, I don't want to sit here having a go with the fans because I don't want to sit here and still like, make out that I'm better than other people. It's embarrassing. So things I would probably do that people will go, oh, you don't do this, you don't do that, you say this. And there's probably someone watching this now going, you're talking absolute rubbish. And fair enough, that's your opinion. Yeah. You can have it. But I felt, like Dan said, not obviously I'm not going to walk out. But I felt like, oh, I felt weird being sat next that to around people. That was the moodiest Villa match. It was just it was it horrible. Was weird because I, I was sitting there thinking I can't comprehend why you need to do that to another person. And I'm having to sit there for the next half an hour being like, I feel, I, I feel uncomfortable now. And I don't want to be like that at football. Yeah, I want to go and enjoy weird. myself. It's like Courtney Howes, um, how much crap he got for yeah. being on the team sheet. He comes on the best and he does all right. Ever. He does all right though, doesn't he? And he gets so much flack for being on that team sheet. And Almo, we've, ru- we've ruined yeah. Almo the last few games. He comes on right wing, he does all right. Yeah, he does all right. But we make those snap judgments because we see the names, we get frustrated. Now Horahan's going to get it and he's, he's a box midfielder. Things as well, McGinn is suspended now. So, so Conor Horahan has to play. It's and he's got injuries, so he has to play. So if you're Conor Horahan now, and I imagine... He's the type of guy that will just give his all because that's, I imagine that's the sort of person he is. He's not going to sulk and and throw fear. We don't know, obviously. But is he ever going to be capable? He might think, yeah, I'm going to put everything into it. But is he genuinely capable of of doing that now? We're sat here now in Birmingham and there's a guy cleaning the windows over there. And I'll stand up and start abusing him and going, what are you doing? That would be be mental. I'll probably be arrested for that. Because oh, you're in the stadium with 40,000 people and you're all together and you paid your money so you can sell what you want. That's allowed now. No, it's, it's, I don't get it. It's ridiculous actually to have that you, your, the money you pay for your ticket entitles you to certain actions that are negative. Because there'll be people, like Dan said, who go to every home and away game spending thousands on Villa. They buy all the kits, they buy the kids' kits, they've got a kids' season ticket, they have a burger and a pie and all that for every game, spend thousands on Villa, more than I do. Yeah. But just because you spent money to get us something that doesn't mean you can abuse another person surely like, like I mean I'm, I'm not talking about just going oh he's coming off slowly I'm going to boo him yeah. I'm talking about like calling him names and sort of people like oh I hope you die before the next game and stuff like that and then the abuse that comes onto social media tagging him in stuff as well like that's a whole another level but that's the, the Al Ghazi thing yeah. that, was, that was awful Jesus I think Christ so Amal Al Ghazi posts a tribute to his his mate who's passed away, and he's yeah. getting he's getting that. There's and people I'm saying think, like, "Oh, we've just lost the game. Why are you why are you tweeting this?" It's like football is not. Jesus. I have to say, football is not life and death. I think we put too much weight in football. Football's great, oh, but God. because we buy tickets and because we pay, you know, we buy kits and and stuff like this, and we subscribe to channels, we put too much value in the price of a ticket. Like, that doesn't mean you're not abused. Exactly, people, but it, people like? think feel validated when they buy a ticket, thinking, "I've sunk capital." into this and now I have an opinion that I need to discharge somewhere I need to chuck this, these feelings somewhere and there was a good point brought up that someone said it does maybe reflect that people have crappy lives they go to Villa and they just vent but I think maybe. that is a bad reflection on anything if you were coming to Villa to kind of deflect your bad opinions your negativity something is going wrong somewhere yeah that's true that needs yeah but Dan, Dan, Tom asked Dan how many do you think was booing and he said 50-50 
if that's, I mean, how we ever quantify that, we don't know. Let's say there's 38,000. Yeah. So you're saying this is what? 16,000 were abusing Conor Horahan? Maybe people going, I expect better than what I'm seeing, so that gives me entitlement to say what I want. It does. I don't, ref- I don't know, because so how do you change it? It does reflect how real life, it? though, because how many people disagree and, you know, over politi- political stuff? Yeah. You go on the comments of any political thing that ever happens, and the comments from it are out. Outrageous. Yeah. But still, anything in the news, like um, that woman in the camp, you know, the EU referendum, any comments on that, they're, they're gone. You can't believe we're human beings speaking to each other. Like anything in politics, anything on the news, you read it, football, football Twitter is horrendous. Yeah. And you go on the comments and you see, we have now, and it's all well and good saying this stuff only happens on social media, but it doesn't because we're yeah, the people yeah. saying that stuff and we have these opinion, horrible, nasty, awful opinions and, yeah. and things. So, yeah, bringing that, we are social media and we've brought that now into the stands. It's, it's, it's all well and good saying this just happens on Twitter, leave it, leave it, leave it. But it doesn't, yeah. we've brought all this toxic negative attitude and put it in our stadium, which is crap to go to now. There's kids saying they don't want to go to games because it's good to stay at home and play Fortnite or play, uh, be, be the perfect villa on FIFA or FM, which yeah. you can make and you don't have to listen to anyone behind you or anyone around you. You can just be in your perfect world. A part of that, to be fair, is some of the, the football just isn't good either. Yeah, but we're talking a lot about the atmosphere and it being an experience, but ultimately we've won two games in since Yeah, December you can't blame the fans for everything. Exactly. And we're in this sort of weird vicious circle now where we're not winning games, so the, va- the fans aren't happy. The fans aren't happy, which probably isn't helping the players win games, and the players aren't winning games, so the fans aren't happy. We go round and round and round. So to get out of that rut, if the players win six in a row, Happy days, everyone's suddenly happy, fine? but that doesn't mean that if we're suddenly good, that no, what we've just seen was yeah is acceptable because it wasn't. We shouldn't be treating. I, I said to Dan on the phone, I expected that sort of reaction to Craig Gardner coming off for, for Birmingham in a derby, mm. and I'm not even saying that's right either. But it's another but I would, team. I would sort of expect that he's played for us. Everyone hates him. He's playing in a derby. <laughs> he comes off two towards the Villa fans. I would sort of, <laughs> I sort of go fine, fair enough. Again, I'm not saying that's right either. That's that's a whole other debate. Whether you're allowed to, if it's a referee, you're allowed to abuse him when he walks off, because that happens. But when it's your own player, and he's wearing the shirt, he's wearing this badge that we're all connected to. We're all Apparently, we're all supposed yeah. to be one. If he's coming off and he's had a bad game and you didn't rate him and you don't rate him ever, and I'm not even just talking about Horahan because people know that I'm I'm a fan, Dan's a fan. Uh, you're a fan, whatever. If that was any plan, it was Yedinak last week, and as Dan said, we didn't really touch on that because it wasn't got it. the extremes as, as what Connor had. He's still got it. But and Balassi. All sorts of players have had it over the yeah. years, like you said earlier, but that doesn't mean it's acceptable to keep happening. We're all supposed to be as one, aren't we? We're all supposed to be representing the same side. I mean, it, but it we're feels not. so we're not. balanced and. Uh, I'm not sure what else I can say about like, it, to be like, honest. How do you fix it? I don't know why you'd even want to behave in that way to begin with. You go into a villa as a fun thing to do, as a hobby, something you enjoy, something you've done for 10, 5, 1 year, 50 years, whatever. How can you even get that enraged to lean over an advertising board and give people, oh, I hope, yeah. hope you die, I hope well, you know, players <sighs> could break your leg. What are you doing in your life? I don't want to be annoyed by this. I don't want to be oh, talking about other villa fans like this be because annoyed. I don't want that to do with my club. Yeah, I don't want to go and be sat next to people and in the same. We're going to abuse yeah. other people for. You can't. You play sixty minutes of football, and and you're getting personally abused. Like, I'm laughing because it's, 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 it's really unbelievable. Ridiculous. Like, I just I don't want to be associated with that. And if that's what's going to come, if 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 we're in the championship next year, and we're we're poor again, we've got players who aren't putting the effort in and all this. Is that what we're going to be now? 
It's every season. Because other clubs, we've sort of almost got away with it. Because if that game was on TV, I think other, other fans of other clubs will be watching it going, what a Villa do? It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. We should be embarrassed. I think the, the victory of the display towards players is disgraceful. The Al Ghazi thing is still stuck in my yeah, head. Yeah, that's, that's awful. a joke. I know joke. it's probably a minority of people doing that, but it makes us look so It dumb is, but the booing with Conor Horhan is bad. Is that a minority? No, it's, if it's quite 50 loud. 50-50, it's not a minority. We are. There was a podcast about this, and it's just like, you know, when you have the guillotine, everyone turned up to watch someone's egg get cut off. It's <coughs> like you go to football, and the second something starts, it's infectious. Yeah. And everyone is in that. I wasn't in it, and I'm not saying I'm a better person than anyone, but I looked across and my dad wasn't in it, my stepbrothers weren't in it. Yeah. You could still hear it, so people are still having these awful, obnoxious, shitty attitudes towards players who were trying. Yeah. And, and why is it on us to find how hard someone tries? How can we tell? I saw your you know, tweet. We looked for the stats, didn't we? Yeah, I saw your tweet about McGinn and Horahan and Dan referencing the podcast. And like I said before, this isn't even a Horahan thing. I'd feel this way to that extent, the reaction he got. I'd feel the same way about anyone. I don't know why. I'm talking about the fan behaviour rather than well, if what McGinn what got it. said. If McGinn had got it, exactly the same. He's only a few years away from getting like, getting Horahan's position and getting it. The thing is, Whelan and Bjarnason. I don't. I don't look at it and go. When people when McGinn falls over into the hole, and like I've said before, when people chant his name, I'm not going. Don't do that. Yeah, do that. that's I'm saying, excellent. I'm carry on. Do that. Do that. But do it for everybody. Yeah. Conor Horahan's got a chant. I haven't heard it for like a year. Yeah. And I'm not saying he deserves what, it. I'm not saying because people will say right. Well, I'm not going to clap him when he comes off and he's played poorly. Fine. Don't. Just sit yeah. down then. Don't do anything. And if you, <laughs> if, so you if you were jeering because of the young player was coming on, start your, you start your cheering and your applause when he steps onto the pitch. Wait for Connor to go, then go, right, yes, kid's on, it's half an hour, go for it. Oh, it, just, there's no context allowed, is there? Because as soon as that ball went up, there's people going, but there'll be some people going, oh, I started being when he didn't run off. But there's... You can't you can't differentiate between a boo because they're all the same. That really, that's just really a hit you, hasn't it? It's just, really... <laughs> it's just I'm so annoyed. I think there'll be people in the comments going, "You're overreacting. You're this. But it's you're not. That. You it's say, horrible. You, you, you've done. You're overanalyzing it. You've gone too far into it. It's not a big deal. But it is a big deal to me. It I, should be. I, I thought I thought what happened to Conor Horan the other day was, was a disgrace, to be honest. If that was Birmingham the other I'd day, be my people head would off. be going, "Oh, look at them. They're so small time." I'd be laughing. But we can go. Oh yeah, we pay our money. We can do what we want. Rubbish. Villa fans are getting a reputation now. Um, they're getting a reputation on Twitter and definitely <coughs> in the league as people who can't hack losing a game, drawing a game, or underperforming. And now those are symptoms of being in this league. And they are happening. And there's no yeah. there's no shine away from that. We've not been good enough in a third, a fourth year in the championship. No one no one saw that coming. But we are where we are. We can't affect what happens on the pitch. We, well, we, it's no, subjective. Well, I okay. mean, if Tammy Harron goes through and misses a sitter, that's not my that's fault. That's his fault. Exactly. But that's, we, that's can what I mean. but we can do our best to make it feel like we do, and we don't. We exactly, sit, we just we, sit in hands in the laps and go, oh, you know, we boo our players. We sit, we sit down. We we have no interest in actually pretending. And I think the make believe is the best part. It's about getting involved in it, and getting swept up in it if, in a positive if, way. If every every atmosphere was like a carnival atmosphere. That would contribute to. So we need to find success. a way to get the people who know how to make that carnival atmosphere and help them out. I think Project Basics. I think when we were relegation season the, the lads who did all the banners and stuff yeah, yeah. that was fun and excellent every single time and it needs to be like that all the time and if the club can do something like that and help make it positive and help make it a carnival atmosphere we can have fun that is outside of winning games because winning games losing games it's pointless we go to ask them if you buy a ticket do you expect a win because that's the question we all need to answer do we expect a win and why does our money 
buy that win? How does it buy that win over the other clubs, money? Yeah, it's t- it's tough because there's no there's no right or wrong. Well, there is wrong answers, but I don't think there's any right ones. I think you just we go don't and have support- them anyone. No, we don't. But no. it, I just think you're paying so much money to go and support your club. Support, support the club. Support them. Then. Get behind them. Get behind the boys if you're rough. gonna go. I know it's rough, but to be honest, I think probably playing away probably suits us after what's just happened because there's only gonna be two thousand there instead of the thirty thousand that we get at Villa Park. It's tough. It's rough, and not much more. I don't know what I can add to the conversation about it. I just think the way we've acted the past two weeks has been awful, and it's made me really assess. You know, following the club. I'm not going to stop going. I'm not going yeah, to stop. It's not like going to stop like going. Or, but it's made me think. Do I care about going to a wag? Do I care about listening to? It? Do I care about every result? Because it's just rich. It's just constant vitriol. Yeah. All the time, and it, it makes you feel this entire thing is pointless. <coughs> not making the videos and not following the club, but just being part of it. It's like I don't want that. What to are we part of? What are we part of? People. I don't know. It's, it's, we're getting into deep territory now. It's very, it's very hard to give a definitive answer. But I feel so crap about supporting Villa. That's what I mean. Are we part of support? Because, I mean, Dan said the other day on the podcast that when, when it's going right and the crowd behind it's, it's really good. When it's bad and we needed on our day. There. But when, how often does that? How often does our day come by? Playing Birmingham f- at home and Leeds at yeah, home. Playing Birmingham, Leeds. What five or six times a season? We're on top form throughout the whole game. And some of that, yes, is down to winning games. If we were second now and we went a goal down, we'd all jump behind them and go, right, there's something to play for. Let's keep going and keep pushing. Now there's nothing to play for. It's, it is hard to get behind them. But that, if you feel like you can't get behind them, don't then. Don't start booing and abusing players either because that's not going to help that's your disgraceful. problem. Because if I was, if I was kind of all around, if I, okay, if I was a player, and this is maybe something to do with my, my, my mindset, I'd be thinking, do I want to put the effort into play for no, this club? You wouldn't. If I've got you no wouldn't. affinities to Villa, I know they pay my wage and everything. I'm a professional. And I should get on with my job and do it. But I just think, well, if they're going to call me all the names under the sun and boo my every touch and you know moan and groan when I when I pass backwards and whatever yeah. else, I'll be thinking, do I really care? It's just we or, hold or on. Or to am stuff. I going to look to the summer and go? I'll get yeah. my agent to get me a move out of here because I'm I'm not enjoying work, my work. I'm not enjoying my job. We hold on to stuff so so strongly like the Bakuna thing we cannot let go of the fact that he said he wants to play Champions League <coughs> football yeah. we cannot let go of that and when he moved to Cardiff the first thing you see a Villa fans going this is Champions League football it's just come on the whole thing stinks we're gonna Conor Huron's gonna get fired around his entire career now every move he makes it's gonna be Villa fans going this and that and he you know went to a Villa play it's almost like you're cursed yeah you're genuinely well, cursed the thing is he's got to play the rest of the season now with that, with that reception he's just had, he's got he's going to play at Stoke. We need to book our ideas. Or in a miracle that we're going to see a totally changed team some reason, I expect he'll play at Stoke. He's going to step out in front of a couple of thousand away or thirty thousand home in this shirt, home away, and give his all, knowing what's just happened. And we as fans, the next time he scores, like some of the crowd not going to celebrate his next goal for the second time in a week. The light has run out in this video. I mean, I need to get a new light to be honest, or some new batteries because that's two that have died on me recently and they're fully charged. I don't know what's going on. It's just been a mess. I, I, like, I've talked this match preview, but we all know it's not going to be. We've talked for, we just talked about the fans, haven't we, for a good yeah, you're 35 right, of that you're 30 right. minutes. I just feel annoyed. 
No, I feel, I feel... I feel ill as well, which isn't helping, but I just feel genuinely yeah. annoyed about the whole situation. And like, my head was killing I feel bad this today. Yeah. Like, coming into this video, I thought, right, we're going to assess the situation, move forward, and it's part, not, it's crap. Part of me feels like, oh yeah, I really wanted to get these points crossed and have a good chat, and it's been a good chat. And part of me feels like, who cares anyway? Is anyone, yeah. is anyone watching at this point? Uh, that's what I said about nihilism. This video, are they, are they watching? Do they care? Have we got, has anyone clicked on a Stoke preview because no one cares about the game, really? Yeah, that's what but, I said about nihilism, man. That's like Conor Horahan, we've still got to keep making videos for the rest of the season. Yeah, we've got to carry on going, and whether they're meaningless or not. We'll have, we'll have good fun, though. Yeah, no. It was no. a good chat, it was a good debate, I feel like <laughs> we had, but I mean, it's not really a debate because we both agree, but it's just good to talk about it because when something's so frustratingly annoying. It's like therapy. Yeah, it is because I can't just go on Twitter and do a couple of tweets because I, I can't say as much as I want to say. Like, what do you want to say? No, I mean, like, getting it up. I oh, can't yeah. put 40 minutes of chatting to a tweet. I can. You can. You've got blogs and stuff. Like, this is my outlet to, yeah, to, to say something. You say this is your outlet, but the amount of stuff I've had to call back and just go, it's not worth it. It's not worth getting. It probably isn't worth it. I'll probably look back at this and cut a lot of stuff out thinking oh, I probably shouldn't have said that, but. That's how you feel, though, and you can only be what you feel. It's in the um, moment, isn't it? Yeah, so. Yeah. If you've enjoyed it, leave a like. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to the channel, all that usual stuff you already know by now. Put your comments down below if you agree with our points or disagree. I'd love to interact with them if I get time to reply, but I will definitely read them all at least. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Let me know if I'm talking rubbish, which I probably am. Thanks, James, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching. Up the villa. If you enjoyed that video, why not watch another? Click the video choices on screen now to go and watch them in full. Be sure to subscribe to the channel by clicking our logo there on the left. Easy peasy. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.